All human thought is science. All religion is the holding of a candle to the holiest father's Are we here because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at the cosmic here? Pointless. When the stars were right, they could plunge from the world to the world to the sky. When the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we'll be playing session 33 of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and Friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Dogs Eudora Lockhart and I have lost track of how many ritual shopping lists we've had in this adventure. Braden. Frederick Kingsley Ward here and uh, we're about to go collect a bell. So I thought of some ideas while sitting in a bell tower. I was inspired. Oh, I don't even need to oh, make a bell. I get it. That's really good. Yeah? A spire. A bell tower's called a spire. Oh, I, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Well done. Okay, you get that a point. Was, oh, you get a point. <laughs> you get one inspiration. <laughs> one inspiration. Yes. Noxicals. I am playing Timur Stefanovic Rapin, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting some collector bells as well. Oh, no. <laughs> You're all doing it. I can't. Lydia, please no. <laughs> Lydia? Hi, I'm playing Hasina Moes, and I'm deeply concerned at the level of puns that we've got on this episode, and we haven't even started recording properly yet. It's too damn high. It's too damn high. And I'm Fedra. You can't even do it now. I don't know. I hadn't made a bell pun, now I feel like I have to make a bell pun, so I'm trying to think about it right now. You're going to be the bell of the ball if you can come up with a bell oh. pun. Well, you didn't, didn't you? <laughs> it's catching. You keep before the day and I have a belly full of stories. Oh. <laughs> mm. An attempt was made. It's because I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Lydia, tell us what happened last time. The treasure inside the mysterious jars turns out to be instructions for the ritual to close the gates of Agatha, hopefully the real one this time. The ritual is a wrathful work, the parchment explains, necessary to defeat the dark magic of the King of Fear. Three fires must be lit, the five nectars of a golden cow must be drunk, a sacred bell must be rung with a special katvanga, and the goddess must be drawn down into the body of an avatar. With dawning horror, the party realises that once more they must offer a human sacrifice, and this time it is certain to end in death. The avatar of the goddess must lead a willing victim to the centre of the ritual space, slash open his body, 
and bind him with his own entrails before delivering the death blow by slicing off his head. The body must be left for the spirits and animals to feed upon, and the avatar of the goddess may now use the sacrifice's life force to seal the gates. Perturbed, and unsure if they are being tricked once more, the party members wonder aloud if one of them will have to offer themselves to this brutal fate. Frederick is particularly vocal in ensuring everyone knows he is not a willing sacrifice. Timur suggests they wait and see where fate takes them before such a decision is needed. According to the parchment, the bell and staff can be found at the entrance to hell. Local folklore enthusiast Vijapati, who helped them uncover the jars with the ritual instructions, suggests this may refer to the ironically named Beautiful Jail, torture chambers of the legendary King Ashoka, who built a deceptively lovely palace to disguise his vicious and sadistic interests. Remembering that the late lamented Tenzin's catfanger is in one of the tents, Shen Chu attempts to steal it, but accidentally smashes a jar, no doubt a priceless ancient artifact, so the party makes a hasty retreat. The group spends the next two days purchasing equipment and drying some of the magical mangoes. Fruit with healing powers might well come in handy. Laden with supplies once more, including, unfortunately, a new ukulele for Frederick, they board a train and try to ignore the feeling of being watched that follows them as they travel to their potentially hellish destination. Just to double check, is anyone... Has anyone been wanting to do something, or are we happy for you to start the episode with you arriving at the temple? I don't have me. I don't have a gun. <laughs> your ukulele. I got my ukulele, <laughs> but I don't have a gun. <laughs> well, who needs a gun when you have a ukulele? <laughs> You're gonna show up like a gangster with a violin case, and people are gonna be like, "Oh shit!" He's gonna pull out Tommy gun, no ukulele, and just play in battle. You're gonna be like, "He's just guard. gonna play." George Formby at the uh, <laughs> monsters and the ghosts and whatever else is down the well. <laughs> Could you fashion the ukulele into a gun, like in Desperado? Ooh. Ooh. You could get a bullet and put in one of the strings and then push it back like a sling. Oh, yeah, no. oh, that would be cool. I think that would definitely work. I've heard of that being done in D&D. I don't know if it's a homebrew thing or a real thing that bards do, but they have war loots with blades in, and they will pull the strings oh, yeah. back and use them to fling wow. like darts and stuff. So I came up with it, though, because I haven't listened to any D&D. No, I'm original. Copyright. I'm going to sue Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> I asked a question, though. I need a gun. Are you doing the bullet thing or not? I Can thought I you went shopping. Oh, okay, let's say that I bought a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Write down your bullets, everyone. Uh, you yeah, bought mustard as well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we need mustard. Yeah, yeah. and a ton of bullets. Just a ton, just like a massive sack. Well, how many bullets can we get for our spending level? Do we need to do some maths? Can I get an uh, elephant gun? That's going to be pretty... In, that's going to be pretty conspicuous, isn't it? An elephant gun. Are you expecting to I... meet many elephants down this well? I reckon you haven't received any money in a long time. Oh, and we don't have any guns. I, God, I'm a mess this Why episode. Got a I've lost Purdy and... Yeah, you're the only one with a gun. You're the only one oh, with a Mauser, but we lost our Lee Enfields. I'm the only and one lost who needs Purdy. a gun. Come on. 
You say that, but I'm better at rifles than you are. You know what happened me. last time. That is true. We need guns for all. Shenshu, you're, you're getting your first gun. Nice. Okay. Gun time. Uh, I don't know that you have enough money, though. I know Frederick probably has a good amount of money. But the rest of you, you haven't... Like, Hasina has nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's never made money in her whole life. No, um, she's never needed to. Well, she was secretly, rich Simor hasn't spent any money the entire time, other than a few bits and bobs. He's just been keeping quiet when Eudora's saying who's going to pay for this. That's true. That's very communist of him, isn't it? Yeah, um, Eudora's running a little bit low on cash. Oh, wow, a hundred bullets is like nothing. In India as well, it's probably cheaper. Oh, yeah. Uh, Have we got a conversion go. table or anything? We know that... No, um, no we don't. But the Did most they... expensive bullets in the entire um, firearm ammunition list in the, the standard book uh, is 763 for 100. So. Wow. Oh, Jack, so it's within yeah. your spending limit. That's your super poor. Yeah. I'm saying that um, I reckon spending limit is weird if you're not, like, vaguely making money, if you haven't made any money or received any money in, like, months. Oh, I see what you mean. You think maybe hmm. it's, like, the cash is the name of the game. Yeah. Because you have a limited resource, right? You're not receiving money regularly, are you? No. Not unless we've we been doing been... our jobs along the way, oh, like we s- did yeah. in the Snake Village. Or my Soviet paymasters have been wiring me money or something. But you never heard back? No, we never wired... I never wired home for money. We, we haven't been collecting any pelts to sell. We've been very bad at collecting <laughs> bodies. So I'm gonna say that you have... your cash. And, like, one spending. So you cast plash whatever you're spending. Okie doke. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to spend five dollars and just assume I have enough bullets. Yeah. Unless good. anybody cares differently, because they're they're so cheap. Oh, I can't afford a shotgun. Eudora's sad. Sad. If I so double barrel shotgun is worth forty. If I buy two single barrel shotguns, can I get it for sixty, Fedra? What? What, and like tape I'm, them together? No, I'm, I'm bargaining. <laughs> I'm going to buy Eudora a shotgun too. Aww, that's very thoughtful. Aww, I was going to see if like, I've only sweet. got $30 left. I was going to see if I could buy a rifle. I could get a, a musket. <laughs> I can't afford a Lee Enfield, I'll tell you what. Coin of the realm, India. Oh yeah, unless the, the conversion rate saves me. 15 rupees is equivalent to one pound sterling or $5 US. Okay. Oh, that doesn't help considering we don't have a table for <laughs> rupees. Guns, yeah. guns in India. Uh, <laughs> we can send Shenchu out to do some pickpocketing, maybe, if we absolutely <laughs> had to. Can we just assume everything is like twice as cheap, like it was in China? Probably, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Then I can buy a shotgun. One single barrel shotgun. All my cash, please. <laughs> yep. Feel free to put it in your character sheet and okay. write down the bullet. I'm going to spend almost all my money on a 12-gauge shotgun that reminds me of Purdy. Hope you don't lose them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm down to $10 cash. Oh. Might honestly take the opportunity to send a telegram home. <laughs> Probably smart. I feel like I haven't written to Charles in a while, and I want to let him know that I'm okay. Please and send that in. And, uh, yeah, how are you, darling? Do you have any spare cash? But mostly, um, 
mostly I'm like as effusive as it's possible to be in a telegram because I know that you've got to be pretty terse. Yeah. <laughs> effusive telegram. X, 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 X. Dear Charles, love you lots. Want to go shopping? Please send cash. Love you, Dora. <laughs> Imagine, like, having had your real wife in, like, months and months. <laughs> wish you were yeah. here. <laughs> Yes. Much, I wish your wallet was here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I feel bad I haven't been sending him regular letters, but I feel like we've been very busy and we haven't been anywhere with a decent post office and I don't know how long. It's been a little while. Mm -hmm. Had to have people left behind. Can't you just get yourself an adopted husband like I got an adopted daughter? <laughs> right. It, it still counts. It counts as raising something. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think. I Like, the Dakinis tried that, but, uh, <laughs> no. Eudora's not into it. That was not an adopted husband. <laughs> uh, more of a casual arrangement, you're saying. I don't know, they seem pretty unhappy when we turn them down. They weren't exactly cash-cash. I'd call them a certain kind of committed. <laughs> I'd call them the overly attached girlfriend meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Anything else? I say, do you need a gun? <laughs> uh, I think, she, well, she's got the knife, she's got the blade of the Dakinese, but then she's only got base skill on gun. Um, I guess it couldn't hurt if you have the money. Okay. Because she doesn't have any cash at all. She's sold most of her jewellery already. For the camera that got left behind. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. uh, Eudora or Timor. Do either of you have any spare cash so I can buy Hasina a shotgun? <laughs> that's very is very nice suddenly. I don't that's... want to die with her unarmed. <laughs> um, I suppose that tracks. Well, thank you anyway. <laughs> I, uh... How good is Hasina with a shotgun? Just base skill. Um, and not much better with blade. 31 with, with knife, but I've got the blade of the Dakinese. But yeah, 25, it's it's doable, isn't it? I mean, it's not a massively long shot, so might as well go for the shotgun. I mean, Timor will make grumbling noises. How much would a shotgun cost? How much is your, did the, the other shotguns you bought cost? So it depends on the kind you want. If you want the best kind of shotgun available, uh, you're looking at... $40, which I'm told is $20 in India money. And then uh, I haven't figured out how much ammunition I'm getting and how much that is yet. But uh, the cheapest shotgun you can get... Oh, they're listed as rare, though, honestly. You can't get rare. No, so the only common ones are, yeah, $20. And it's a double barrel 12-gauge shotgun, just like Purdy. Oh, I can afford that on my own. Right, then, Timor, we'll stay quiet still. <laughs> Sneaky boy. And how much is ammo? I'm trying to find it. Oh, here we go. Boxes of firearm ammunition. 12 gauge shells. Box of 25. $30 for a box of 25 12 gauge shells. Oh, cripes. <laughs> I'm going to have to go begging for ammo. This isn't good. Mm. I legit yeah. cannot afford any ammo. <laughs> oh, no. I'll lend you enough money for some ammo. I would. I would love that. Thank you. So a box of 25 shells is $30. That is to say $15. For 25 shells? I wow. know. 
being absolutely fleeced. Hang on, are these modern day prices, mate? Does it, oh, they're modern day prices. Price. That must yeah. be, because everything else was like $1.63 and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this is amazing. 93 cents for a box of 25. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll push a dollar across and say, keep the change. <laughs> <laughs> I could get a box of a hundred for three dollars sixty-three. That is to say, like a dollar eighty. Uh, so you know what? I'll buy it myself. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, everyone. I'll come over with a yeah shotgun case and just hand it to Hasina, and then hand her a Hessian sack filled with ammo. <laughs> just kidding. And then walk away. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. I think. Yes, of course. All right, we're armed to the gills. Already, you have everything you need. You're not going to regret so. missing out on anything. I'm sure there's something we've forgotten. Happy to move on. Thanks, yes. Sir. Yeah. Hundred percent sure. Yeah. No. no regrets. Uh... No concerns. <laughs> oh, I feel like there's something we've really forgotten, and I don't know what it is. Juniper. <laughs> No, I think we're fine. Let's go. We can get Juniper at the ritual site, can't we? That's yeah, not needed right now. Okay. You're all uh, packing guns and ready, making your way to the temple. When you arrive at the site of the Agam Kwan and Sitala Devi Mandir, you're greeted by an anxious young Indian woman in a red sari. The temple is closed for worship today, I'm afraid. Ah. And why why is that? Um, We've come a long way. Is anyone openly Hindu or Buddhist in this group? Uh, Not Hasina, really. I um, I don't know whether she'd be wearing anything that is obvious. Like she's not wearing any religious symbols or anything, but she she's visibly Indian and she's she's now dressed in a in a sari that she would have bought along the way somewhere. We've got a cat Vanga wrapped in a cloth as well, in case that's helpful. <laughs> that too. I'm not sure. She says, um, forgive me, I, I can't talk about it. I, I must return to the temple immediately. I, there's been an unforeseen situation. Hesina will look at the others and say, this is something very strange. I, I don't know why a temple would be closed unless it's for a festival. And what exactly are they praying to in there? Isn't this the tomb of some jailer? It's a temple at the moment. Never mind. <laughs> Would I know if there are any um, Hindu religious festivals happening at this point in the calendar? Being a Hindu myself? You can't think of any that would be happening right now. Um, I will give you a bonus day if you want to try and push this subject further with a um okay what um what would i be rolling because I, I don't have hinduism as a skill or anything it's just sort of character it be background. a social role of some sort social role. okay um not my best <laughs> does anybody else want to try and butter her up who's mm -hmm. not you get a bonus now? die no one else gets a oh bonus nobody die. else all right then i suppose just I suppose I could try charm at base 15, but with a bonus. No, that was 21, so that's out, and I don't have enough luck to spend, sadly. 
but she'll try anyway. She'll just try and smile and say that she's come a very long way and we were all so hoping to see the temple and and pray in there today and make puja. She looks clearly distressed and she says, the temple's wards have, have somehow been sealed into the shrine's basement and, and the head priestess, well, she's currently leading attempts to free them, so I, I am going to have to go right now. Is this in English? Uh, or is this in Hindustani? Probably in Hindustani, if Pasina is talking in Hindustani as well. Hasina yeah. will translate after everything she says. Is there anything we can do to help? Something was sealed, you said. How? What happened? She uh, hesitates for a moment, considering your offer for help. Uh, please follow me. I, I, I will show you the way. And Hasina will relay that to everybody. I don't know what's wrong here, but it does not sound natural. It, from the expression on her face, it does not sound as though someone forgot a key, does it? No. I believe her to be a, a priestess here. Um, you follow the young Indian woman inside a room at the back of the temple. A group of six priestesses are gathered around a spot on the floor. Although the subject of their attention is concealed behind the skirts of their red saris. One priestess, an older, an older woman with silver short hair, appears to be wielding a crowbar. She looks quite old, but still relatively fit and strong. He also, like the other, the other woman, is wearing a red sari. Hers, as befits the head priestess, is not plain like those of the other women, but patterned with white flowers and swirling, paisley patterned borders. The walls of this room are painted with a variety of brightly coloured images, including several of a four-armed woman, also in red, tending to some not very human-like creatures. You recognise those creatures instantly as Pisachas. Sorry, what? <laughs> Ooh. The paintings. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, they're tending to the Pisachas. Yeah, in the paintings. The woman is tending. The four-armed woman in the paintings is tending to some mm -hmm. Pisacha-looking creature. Tending, like feeding them, patting them on the head. Something like that. Giving them a sponge okay. bath. There's a variety of images, so. Interesting. Um, I can also... Playing with a little laser pointer. <laughs> uh, can I get a law Buddhism or Hinduism, if anyone has any? Right, I've Not got law Buddhism. Eight. I still haven't rolled my under 17. It's got to happen sooner or later. History of art going to do any good? Yes! Buddhism. Did you do it? That's a three! Oh, oh yeah. That's, oh. A, that's an extreme oh, success. Yes. Nice. Amazing. The figure on the walls uh, is the goddess Sitala Devi, armed variously in each of the rooms painting with her sacred symbols, a fan, a silver broom, a pot of water, and a small bowl. You know that this god goddess is a protector of ghouls. Ooh. As you enter, the older priestess glares at you. The shrine is closed to worshippers today, please leave. Uh, then she notices you, Hasina. You, child, you're one of Sitala Devi's beloved children. You are most welcome here. Thank you. Uh, namaste. Uh, please, uh, these are my friends. They are 
very experienced in, in in all sorts of oh i'm sorry i i just please tell me what what is happening here these these paintings these i'm very confused the goddess's children have become trapped in the basement we're trying to release them children you can roll a psychology if you like the pisaches honey the ones like you but pisaches like me we we feed on human flesh. We are unclean things. We're not loved. Sita Devi protects all her children, even the sick ones. <laughs> grumble, grumble, how dare she? <laughs> <laughs> does anyone know what she's... I keep hearing the word pisacha. Is that Does that mean something else here? What are those in the paintings? Would anyone else like to roll psychology? Hasina will explain everything that's been said. Uh, I got a 44 versus versus 70, so... Okay, so why were you grumbling? <laughs> oh, about the Pesachas. <laughs> why am I grumbling? Because they've got a bunch of ghouls in the basement, and we're going to end up <laughs> helping them get them out. <laughs> I failed psychology miserably. Me too. Uh, oh, I'd love to try, though. Ah, <laughs> no. Timor, you feel that there is likely more to it than that. Okay. I'll whisper what I know about the the goddess from the paintings to to Eudora, who's asking what's going on. Um, Fascinating. And, uh, assuming that Hasina is translating a bit, I'll say. Yeah, she is. I suspect that uh, the people trapped in the basement are Pisachas themselves. Although, Hasina, are you saying they're referring to you as a Pisacha? Yes. She recognizes. She sees. Don't you see? But we were past all this. But you are not a Pisacha, despite what may have happened in your past. It is a stain. So perhaps the people in the basement are also not actual Pisachas. It is a stain very difficult to wash out, Timur. You have done more than enough to try and wash that stain. Now, I'll pull myself up and look big in Russian and say, Would anyone care for me to have a go with the crowbar? <laughs> What, what exactly is a Pasacha? <laughs> oh yeah, you Frederick of Nernia what's happening. It's a long story, Fred. Imagine something somewhere between a gerbil and a hamster. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, the, nice. priestess, <laughs> the priestess uh, turns to you and she changes to English, realizing that that's what you're speaking amongst you. Um... She probably has quite a heavy Indian accent, but she's very, very proficient. She says... Probably more proficient than me, to be honest. <laughs> probably, yeah, much. <laughs> um, she says, Some besatchers are born and some are made. If you have feasted on the dead, then you are one of uh, Sitala Devi's children. Now, uh, Thank you for the offer. You look like a very strong man. I was about to uh, ask for your help. She hands you the crowbar and steps back to unveil a stout cast iron trapdoor set into the shrine's stone floor. The scent of decaying meat and grave mold, while still faint, is definitely stronger in this part of the room and seems to be emanating from the hatch. Hmm. Okay. Now, now. 
before we open this hatch for you, you must know that we are here in search of a bell of some kind. If we open this hatch for you, we get the bell in return, yes? I'm afraid it's uh, more complicated than that. Can you at least make an attempt first and then we can discuss everything? We have come seeking I'm certain holy items. We are happy to help, but uh, we would appreciate uh, an audience with you afterwards. Of course. I just want to add, <laughs> we're not, um, you know, we're not looters or thieves or anything. I, I know, um, I, I'm an archaeologist, actually. I, I don't know if that um, carries any weight, actually. I know what some of my colleagues are like. But, um, we I'm quite anxious for my children to be released. Could you please make an attempt and then we can discuss everything afterwards? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, just one question very fast. We've encountered some of these children and they weren't so friendly. Um, what sort of these? You mentioned the sick kind. Are these the sick kind or the other kind? Like our friend here, you see. She seemed, you know, very uh, tame, I would say. Friendly, affable. Are they like her? My children, Sitala Devi's children, are all very kind and cooperative, you will find. I'll jam the crowbar in the gap. Is it a bonus mm -hmm. die, a crowbar? Roller strength. Okay, well that's a 16 versus 60, so that should be fine. Well, hey. It's a hard The trapdoor barely budges. While everyone's clustered around it, I would like to unsling my shotgun, just like, casually. <laughs> Eudora, think of where we are. This is a temple. There is something going on with this door. Uh, there seems to be. How could it be sealed in this way? I, I, I don't know. Uh, follow me. Could it, could it be locked from below? Is there anything no. down there? Where's she going? Across. She's walking away. I don't know. I'll pick up the crowbar like, and I'll follow I her. I don't know where she is. We're lost. We're stuck here. Ah. <laughs> no way. And that's the end of the Children of Fear campaign. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Tomorrow is like a game-breaking conversation. Bug. <laughs> Frederick's like, oh, she's leaving. Oh, she's gone. God damn. <laughs> she motions you to walk with her back outside the temple to view the Agam Kwan leaving the other sisters to continue their struggle with the trapdoor. Please, all of you, throw a, throw a coin to honor our mother and then take a seat on the ground with me. Okay. Does everyone throw a coin? Are we supposed to throw yeah. it anywhere in particular? <laughs> Probably there's a fountain there, I'm sure. Okay. Is there a well or something? <laughs> the well is not there. The well is not here. Okay, well, I... <laughs> I guess I flick a small coin. <laughs> throw a coin. I feel I have no coin. Yeah, you can throw one of mine. Thank you. I know a very little bit about your mistress, the goddess. It was something that was covered by a, a friend of mine that we were traveling mm. with. A, uh, a llama. What is going on? There is more to this than a stuck trapdoor. Yes. What brings you to my temple. I know you, child, she holds Asina's hands between her own, are returning home, but everyone else, you say you seek something? You can let me know what you'd like to answer, and then I'll let you know if you need a roll. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I'll look to everybody else, like, are we going to be legit here? Is anybody going to give me the sort of, like, the no shake, or is everybody going to do the... Mm -hmm. Not going to believe in Pisaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I'm weirded I... out that she recognized her Cena. I'm like, yeah, she knows things. That's to what she says. Yeah, she knows. Mm. Her Cena will give a little nod to Timur, I think, although she has picked up on the fact that she just said returning home, and that's a weird concept for her Cena. But she's going to hold yeah. the lady's hand anyway. Okay. Then Timur will say, uh, we are seeking to right a terrible wrong. We uh, have committed a grave error, and we wish to uh, fix it. We require some ritual items, some holy items that we believe we may be able to get from here or near here. Um, that is why we are here. We are seeking a, a sacred bell in particular mm -hmm. that we have been told may be maybe here or, or somewhere in the vicinity. Vicinity is totally a word that I would know with 25% English. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging out with Eudora a lot, who swallowed a dictionary. So. Yeah, I love the idea that Timor's English is weirdly formal, but he doesn't know loads of really common words because of hanging out with Eudora. <laughs> he knows like several specific terms for pottery from different eras, but he wouldn't know like lorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you call that stuff that you make uh, the the food things with Br bread? <laughs> <laughs> but you know the term for like unleavened bread from the second century. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of foodstuffs, I'm a bit weirded out by this. Um, if you've ever feasted on flesh, then or dead flesh, dead human flesh, I suppose, then you're one of Sitila Devi's children mm. because yeah, didn't, we, didn't, didn't we all have a little munch? We did. Yeah. <laughs> the no, Dakinis. That was we all had like a little magic. Nom -nom. We did. Maybe it was illusion food, though. No. Not yeah, apart oh, from yeah, Frederick. Frederick's Frederick. a pure, clean boy. He is. I tried to feast, but then Yodora used that stuff to... Uh, Timor has eaten a bit back. of Tenzin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but maybe it wasn't over a prolonged period of time. You didn't get the, the, the odor on you enough. Well, Hasina was only at it for a couple of days. She got the odor on her. Oh, though. yeah. <laughs> you, don't she you remember? Sophian threw up right as he entered her cave. You're suggesting mm. that she still smells of the grave. How it no, I'm saying she used to, she did at the time get the stench and you didn't. Yeah. She's uh -huh. got that. And, she, and to be fair, she was digging stink. up proper dead people, right? Yeah. Whereas we, and the, we, yeah, we ate right, a little bit of relatively fresh. fresh dead dude. Cooked. The old guy in the graveyard saw it too. The one with Easy the scorpion. Some... Scorpy boy. Yeah. Um, yes. Scorpy Bay and Scorpy cool. boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I have no access. Uh, you see, late last night, I thought I spotted someone I didn't recognize talking to one of our charges. A Pisacha by the name of... Narayana Prasad they'd both disappeared by the time I reached them then this morning we realized that the usual Pisachas didn't come to perform the dawn pujas the, the rituals to our mother Sitalama when we tried to open the trapdoor to make sure they were, they were alright we found it tightly sealed something is very wrong I, I know it there has been tension among the Pisachos for a long time now. Tension? Mm. They fight amongst themselves? Most of the Pisachos who live in the area revere Sitala Devi as their patroness and mother. 
but another group who share the catacombs beneath the site hold the god Sisirama in higher esteem. Anyone we can do a Cthulhu that, mythos. If oh, Cthulhu like. mythos? Oh no. Got no. 8% in that. Ah, oh, that's a 23. Let's go. Don't fumble it. No, Cthulhu 74. Mythos. I wanna fumble it. <laughs> no. Frederick, no. It'll be fun. <laughs> Frederick, not for me. I have all this exposition. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I failed. Can I push the roll? Joking, nope. joking, joking. I've got my fucking copy of the Necronomicon. <laughs> Which I have set to music and I will sing it to you with my ukulele. <laughs> yes. I've composed an opera while we've been traveling. During my time here at the shrine. The split in devotion occasionally caused a minor scuffle or two between the differing Pisacha groups, but never anything serious or lasting. But in recent times, the followers of Sisirama have grown more outspoken and militant over the passing months, urging their brethren to cast aside Sitala Devi and worship only the charnel god. I assume that Whatever message Prasad, the leader of the Sisirama faction, received last night has led to this barricading of the entrance to the catacombs, and I'm deeply concerned for all of the creatures trapped down there. And despite their personal beliefs, they are all the goddess's children, and by extension mine. This alternative god, could he be anything to do with the King of Fear? I, I do not know of who you speak. Okay. Did the uh, Lords of Shambhala ring a bell? Uh, a bell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know of Shambhala, of course, the spiritual kingdom of Buddhism. Uh, just checking. Are there any alternative entrances to the catacombs other than the trapdoor within your temple? I believed that this hatch was the only entry to the catacombs, but given how quickly Prasad and his visitor disappeared last night, I, I suspect there must be another entrance close to where they'd met. But I don't know exactly where it is. We're looking for an abandoned well, aren't we? We are. In some ruins? Yes. Because that's that sounds like it might be a good entrance to some catacombs. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And Does I'm anyone remember thinking, what that well is called? Um, Naraka? You also have the note on you. Haha. Ha. The gate to the Narakas. So, yes. Does she know anything about that? Uh, we are seeking a, a well. Uh, but the gates, uh, the gateway to the Narakas. The Emperor's gateway to the Narakas. King Ashoka and his beautiful jail. Oh, the researchers have, for untold generations, been the guardians of a great treasure allegedly belonging to King Ashoka himself. It's true. And the subterranean remains of the king's hell chambers are said to form the catacombs in which the researchers live. Unfortunately, I have no idea what the treasure was, nor where within the catacombs you might find it. You will need to speak to the leader of the Sitala Devi faction, a Pisacha named Gulruk Chondari, if you want to know more. 
And are they in the catacombs as well? Do they all live down there? They do. And they're stuck in there right now. And unless you manage to find that other entrance. Now, when they were seen last night, do show me where exactly that was. And we will start from there. Speaking to her like she's <laughs> she's five. Frederick has this got is a very just mellow. The way Frederick speaks today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, has that been an all-the-time thing? Is this new? Everyone, calm down. Use your inside voices and let's go. Um, she nods and leads you to the rear of the temple. While around half of the temple's grounds are flagged with stone, there is a large swathe of trees at the back of the compound and around the Agam Kwan that provide shade for the pilgrims and worshippers visiting the shrine. I believe it's getting late and I have to return and finish the rest of the day's pujas now. Good luck, she says and she starts heading back. By the way, the order here is pungent. Those of you who didn't notice it at the temple definitely do now. The rotting well, flesh the and moldy earth scent is distinctive and not faint at all. Yep. Do we see anything to um, create it? Any remains? Graves? Spot hidden. Oh. That was a fun spot <laughs> hidden. <laughs> oh, that's another zero three. What? Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm all over it today. I, this, yeah. And a hard success from Hasina too. I'll let you guys see it. I've extremed it all up the shop. Well, hey. You've extremed all over the place. It's disgusting. <laughs> you spot a reasonably fresh cigarette butt and what appear to be two sets of footprints in the soft soil beneath the trees. One is definitely human, while the other one is more like a paw or a hoof-like in nature. God. It's a pisaccia. It really is. And they appear to be heading in a direction. Is the well. direction sort of towards the towards the temple, towards the base. Let's go in that direction, guys. Roll track. Oh. Who can track? I, I can't. I can't. No one can track. Oh my god. I hit <laughs> base and I just rolled a 10. That's a success, baby. No one can track. <laughs> Tick that box. Oh yeah, I will. And I get down on my hands and knees and sniff like a bloodhound. Wow, Eudora. You're getting into <laughs> the Just spirit, Eudora. <laughs> Frederick will lean into Timur or Hasina and say, Are the followers of Sissi Rama dogs? Why do they have hoofs? Hoofs? Paws. Just like dogs. <laughs> I know natural world. Why do they have <laughs> talents? I mean, feet. <laughs> They're not plants. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> More about the flora than the fauna. <laughs> um, I guess Timor will say, uh, you have seen unusual things since spending time with us, yes? Well, mm -hmm. some of the Pisachas are also uh, unusual things. Not all of them look like me. You are not a Pisaccia. Hmm. But she Wait, saw. No, no she hooves, knows. darling. She no knows. I don't... I don't quite understand that part. Are you talking like that from the floor? Yes. <laughs> Imagine between, her. In between sniffs up. on the floor. 
All right, well, she's, she's crouched down to get a better look at the footprints. Um, you have to follow them. Are you following them on all fours? Uh, no. I'm going to get back up and then walk a bit. And then if I lose track, then I will squat down again and look more. It's not a very high track roll. So I'm guessing she like goes around in circles a little bit and then has to pick up the trail again. It's not efficient, but she tries to maintain some dignity. The tracks lead to the heavily carved remains of a pillar set further back among the trees, close to the temple's rear boundary wall. The human footprints continue up to the wall and then vanish, although there are dirty scuff marks on the brickwork, suggesting that the stranger escaped the compound that way. The paw-slash-hoof prints, on the other hand, end at the broken pillar. You instantly recognize the carvings on the pillar as back-to-back depictions of the Yakshini you met and Nalanda sheltering beneath the mango tree. I'd recommend I'd recognize those jugs anywhere. <laughs> Excuse you. Um Girl goes cold here, I'm afraid. Looks like a, a human interloper escaped over the wall. Um the Pisachio one's just I don't know, the end of this pillar. Carving looks familiar, but other than that. Uh, Do you hmm. drop back onto the ground? No, I, I press my hand onto the carving like I'm in a movie to see if it like triggers a hidden button. Must be a hidden entrance somewhere. Are you trying to push it? Must, yeah, I or do. are you just touching it seductively? I trace <laughs> my fingers through it <laughs> for my close up, and then I uh, and then I press my hand onto it, you know, to see if it glows. It doesn't glow. <laughs> okay, well in that case, I look back down at the tracks on the ground and try and see if they go anywhere else. Closer examination of the earth around the pillar's base reveals that it has been disturbed in some way, possibly by being shifted to the side. What, the pillar has been shifted? Indeed. Um, Timur, might have use of your arms over here. Looks like they've been moving the actual pillar. Aren't you as, aren't you as strong as me? Uh, yes, but you're taller. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I am. I, I don't. I push Timur back and I lift the pillar in one hand. You can't lift it, but you can roll strength. Okay, I will. <laughs> no, that's an 88. <laughs> so it runs in strain. Uh. With my, like, shock of white hair as well. Eudora's looking a lot older than her 40 years these days, I think. The, the lightning marks, like, stand out on the back of my neck. Shall I, uh, shall I assist you? Maybe yes, we could try together. Ah, good thinking. Are you pushing it? Yeah, we push it together, can't we? How does that work? Yeah, you can have a bonus die, but if you fail, then terrible things will happen. Cool. That sounds good. It's gonna fall on that's you. A, that's a 47 and a 47, again. so I succeed both times. Okay. You managed to move the pillar on its hidden pivot mechanism, revealing a dark shaft plunging into the depths of the earth. The shaft is barely big enough to fit a big person, but not much more. It uh, looks like it's single file from this point on. Anyone think to bring a torch? No. I don't <laughs> think we did, did we? Ah, that was the uh, thing we forgot. I'm sure I left we didn't go and ask for a torch at the dump. They're bound to have lanterns or something in there. Let's let's go and ask that nice high priest. Best. Alternatively, we'll just use the muzzle flash from our guns. We'll just endlessly shoot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that will go great. Are you going back in the temple to ask for light? Well, yeah. I think I'm we should. Yeah. I'll stay near the hole. Oh, the smell wafting up from the darkness is nauseating. Um, 
While it was bearable before, this time it feels overwhelming. Everyone's standing near the hole, please roll me constitution. Oh boy. <laughs> what a wonderful introduction if we just puke down their hole. Extreme success. <laughs> also right, okay. extreme success. Amazing. Oh no, I'm Ooh. one point over. Um, Do I need to spend luck? Do you want to? I don't know. Do I get to Please know the consequences? Please don't form us missing this brothers yeah. and sisters. I might have to. On I the have... front doorstep. <laughs> I've only got 34 luck. I think I'm just, I'm gonna go for it. Whatever the smell does, it does. Roll me a 1d4, please. Oh no. That, is how, that is how many days you vomit for. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, ceaselessly. That's... That is a three. You start violently <laughs> gagging and vomiting uncontrollably. Okay, I do that. Yep. So I guess Timor, Timor and Hassan and Shen can go. <laughs> Frederick is there babysitting Eudora, who's vomiting violently. Holding my white hair back, please. I don't want to show off, but Shen passed and she only has a con of 20. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, Frederick, since you're not gagging uh, and you're staying there, you can see that on one wall of the squared off shaft, a metal ladder descends into the darkness. Fantastic. There's a ladder. I'll shout. <laughs> and then I'll find a stick. And uh, Pokidora. No, like try to hold her hair back with the stick, keeping a distance. <laughs> Don't want to get the whiteies or whatever, whatever she's suffering from. What? We'll try and bring you some like, water. What are the whiteies? <laughs> he wasn't there. Yeah, he was there when your turn. Your hair suddenly turned white out of nowhere. Yeah, he was. So he's like, yeah, ah. that's when we met him. Yeah. The white is what is that? I thought you make offensive but for like white people specifically. Don't they? <laughs> white hair. That's what he's Catch the white disease. Um, <laughs> the whitest person we've ever met. Oh, he is. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he's going to uh, push her hair back with a stick from a distance, as far as he possibly can. If he can find That's a big bamboo pole. Oh, yeah. Roll me like to see the quality of stick you find. Okay, let's figure that out. <laughs> we do have a cat mango. It's quite long. Yeah, but it is Hard but it's success. Got heads on pretty, it. pretty good bamboo stick. Okay, perfect. <laughs> there, there. It's okay. My koala is attached to it. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat bamboo, don't even eat bamboo sticks. Well, the natural world. Um, they don't eat bamboo. That's that's what you had a problem with there. Or koalas <laughs> in India. <laughs> There's a lot of problems there, let's be honest. Native to all lands. Koala is a friend to Well, all he did a hard success. Good things happen for a reason. Um. <laughs> wow. A rare Indian koala. <laughs> Frederick doesn't know is what this is. He's gonna be like, "This is not a plan. Is this some kind of dog?" This is a passaccia, indeed. <laughs> An undead koala. I found him. He's not interrogating it. Whatever it is, it's riddled with chlamydia. Go back home now. Throws it back into the into the shack <laughs> in the darkness. <laughs> Go back with your brothers. Be free. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. Well, we're all having a lot of fun. You're actually not. You're having a terrible time. I'm not at all. I, I'm going to remember this because I don't believe it's possible to possible to effectively hold someone's hair back in a comforting manner with a long bamboo pole. So yeah, Besides, minus karma right there. <laughs> got a hard success. Um, it's a bamboo pole with a careful sort of head-shaped curve in it to hold your hair back. Well. <laughs> 
so, Hasina, Timur, and Shenchu, you're returning in the temple where you find the priestesses mid prayer. Well, I'm not going to interrupt them praying. That seems rude. <laughs> Excuse me! <laughs> I need a lantern! Uh, Kumari Ma spots you from in the in her field of vision and gets up quietly and comes to you we found the entrance it's hidden beneath a pillar you found it how fortuitous but it's very dark in there and we have no torches do you have lanterns that we could borrow perhaps of course yes i can provide you provide you with light um how how many uh how many would you like? There are five of I've us. I've completely forgotten the size of our own party. Six lamps. Okay, I'll I'll be right back. Thank you. And um, may we have a bottle of water? I'm afraid that our friend Eudora is not used to the uh, smell. Smell. I, She's been I struggling to find a, a different word. Whatever. Give you, you a bowl. <laughs> a, a, a bowl is fine. We're out of we're out of the plastic bottle. <laughs> no single-use plastic. This is a very very environmentally friendly. We do have <laughs> a bottle of Pepto Bismol. That'd be helpful. <laughs> Some Tums and Rennies. The priestess leaves for a minute and then returns. Actually, she probably has to do a few trips to get enough lamps. And then, when she has everything, she brings the bowl of water and she says, Shall we? Yes. Are you, are you going to come with us? Yes, I will. I will be joining you. Oh, good. Uh, if they know you, I'm sure they will be happier to help and speak with us. And slightly less likely to eat us. Just slightly. You return with Kumarima, six lanterns and a bowl of water. You find Eudora has finally stopped vomiting violently. In that case, she's just lying on her back <laughs> under the trees and groaning. Questioning her life choices. Timor just immediately reflexively rolls her into the recovery position. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say training. Are you feeling better, Eudora? That water in that bowl? My yes. mouth tastes foul. Not everyone can uh, manage with the scent of her children. Because I don't mean to be rude. Um, I'm very sensitive, I know, but please, the water? Yes, of course. Just going to dunk my whole face in <laughs> Gobble some down. Rinse the mouth out, spit. All right. Um, yes, all right. Uh, and then I'm going to like remove a scarf or something and... Uh, I don't know if this does anything, but I feel like I've seen people do it on TV, so I'm going to dunk the... <laughs> Eudora has seen people do this on television. Yep. <laughs> uh, she dunks the scarf in the water and then like wraps it around her nose and mouth. All right. Uh, yep. Ready when you are. Is everyone ready to descend into the darkness? Well, I don't see that we have a lot of choice. Hasina is both excited and scared. She wants to and she doesn't want to. But she's going to do it. Oh, let's go. You start climbing down one by one. The ladder in the shaft is remarkably well-maintained. 
At the bottom of the shaft, as you carefully climb down, the tunnel leads off into the darkness. Its walls are dressed stone, although faint traces of painted plastic can be seen in the lamplight. The air is hot and dusty, and the stench of Pisachas claws its way into your nostrils with its breath. Uh, besides you, Eudora, you've protected yourself. Haha. Can I get a listen from everyone, please? Yes. Absolutely. Ooh, no. Not from Timor, you can't. Let's have a look at Shen. Oh, nope. Shen's only got, only got base. Fail. Nope. Did anyone pass? Nope. 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 Literally no one passed. <laughs> <laughs> We walk straight into the mouth of the beast. <laughs> you hear Kumarima say, I hear screaming. No. And then you feel like maybe you two can pick up the echoes faintly moving through the passageway of screams and fighting. Someone's in danger. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicles, Hal, Lydia, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right, where you get access to episodes a week early. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsareright.com. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, let's take a moment to read out one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to starsarite.com forward slash reviews, where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Drew Tucker said, Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant cast, engaging stories, and rock-solid production values. Like all good Call of Cthulhu campaigns, the Stars Arite adventure with the Children of Fear begins sedately. But as the pebble that started the avalanche, the story quickly carries the investigators from one horror to the next. In a sea of actual play productions, this one shines out. Lots of podcasts and videos might be fine games, but actually being able to hear what's happening and differentiate the voices is super helpful. It listens more like a professionally produced audio drama than an actual play, with just enough mechanics to give visibility into the game. Thank you, Drew. 